Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hello, 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 my friends and lovely listeners. Welcome to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. Yay! It's been interesting couple of months for me. Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot going on mentally, internally, emotionally. Uh, I got to say, ever since I started doing the master plan series, a lot has been opening up for me. So it's been incredible, deep, deep, deep work of my shadow and things, which I'm very grateful because that's what I'm here to do is to do the work. So with that being said, this time around, we are going to talk about a very powerful master plan. This is the first master plan that I ever work with. Uh, it's a master plan that I always work with when I go to the jungle. It's very commonly used in the Shapibo tradition as well as in the Peruvian jungle. It grows everywhere and it has not only powerful physical benefits, but also spiritual benefits. So my intention in this episode is to share with you the benefits of this master plan, share with you my personal experience with it, and answer some questions that some of you may have or may not about this particular master plan. So without Feather do. The plan that we're going to be talking about today is Aho Sacha. How do you write that? Aho is A J O and Sacha is S A C H A. Aho means garlic in Spanish and Sacha means fake in Quechua. So it's like fake garlic. It doesn't look like garlic. <laughs> Uh, for some people, it smells like garlic. To me, it smells like onion. It has more of like an onion smell for me and is known to be more of the masculine energy than the feminine energy. However, plants go sometimes back and forth with um, their gender. It's known that sometimes when we consume it, we have dreams, and the dreams are usually a male. That's what I've heard. At least when I dieted, that's what I heard. And that's what I experienced too, so both of them. So it is a very powerful plant. It's the only master plant that you can diet in combination to doing other stuff like cambo and ayahuasca. Is the only master plan that it doesn't require isolation for dieting. You could isolate with it the way you do with other master plans. However, this one is not a requirement. You can diet it and still not be isolated. So it's a little bit more flexible. It's actually a really 
good first plant to diet if you want to diet a plant, as well as bovinsana, because it doesn't have that much of that physical toe in the body. Not at least what I experience, and most of the people that have dieted, they haven't had that experience. However, do not underestimate this plant. This plant is mostly used in the jungle for protection. It's extremely, extremely protective, the energy of this plant. Like, so protective that people bathe with it in the jungle constantly to bring that protection into their body, into their feels, into their spirit. So I'm going to share with you how I diet it. Okay. So I dieted this plant three years ago in Shaman Flora when I went there for the first time. And the way I did it was they, I was handed over the root of the plant. So you get the roots and then once you have the roots, you do a little mapacho ceremony. There is a lot of mapacho that is exercised and is worked in the jungle, as all of you know. And then you blow yourself and then you blow the medicine and then you grab the, the, the roots and you set your intention of what exactly is that you want to diet this plant. What exactly do you want to receive from this plant? I just recently... Um, learn a very interesting fact about dieting plants. And we talk about a lot of intention in this, in, in this podcast because intention is everything. Everything, guys. If you learn anything at all in this podcast, the one thing that I do want you to learn and understand is the power of intention. Is so powerful. Intention is one of the most powerful tools that we have in our in our lives. And I learned that when we diet plants, when we work with plants without a clear intention, and when I mean a clear intention is understanding the reason why you are consuming the plant, you're consuming the spirit of the plant. So then what, what exactly is that you are asking of that plan? Are you asking for knowledge? Are you asking for wisdom? Are you asking for protection? Are you asking for clarity? Are you asking for guidance? But it needs to be intentional and directional. If you choose to work with plants just because you want to prove to yourself that you're strong, that you're capable, that you can do it, that's not a good enough reason to do it. And I learned that recently because when we do those things and we diet these medicines without a clear, solid intention, guess what happens? We get punished by the plant because we're not showing the plant the respect, the respect that it deserves. So something happened to our spirit and we generate this thing called chitara. And a chitara is like that, this darkness that it starts taking over our spirit, and then it reflects into our ways of being. And it can reflect into our ways of being in different forms. It can reflect in confusion or anger or frustration, laziness, lack of commitment. Um, and you don't even realize that 
what's happening to you, that the way that you're behaving has nothing to do with who you are, but it has to do with what you consume with the plant. Um, this is why I say it's so important to do these dietas with people that know what they're doing. And not only know to do them with people that know what they're doing, but also doing them with a high level of understanding of what you're actually consuming. So all that being said, going back to my dieta. So then after you set your intention, you scrap the root. So you have a little knife and you scrap, you scrape it, scrape it, that's the word. You scrape it, scrape it, scrape it until there is nothing left. And then the root becomes a bone, like a bare bone. And then you put it in a container and then you add water and you let it sit overnight. In my particular experience, what we did, we, I scraped the medicine every day that I had an ayahuasca ceremony. So I scraped it. I took the medicine with me to my ayahuasca ceremony. I brought it with me. It sat next to me throughout my ceremony. And then at 3 a.m. in the morning after the ceremony, the person that was facilitating the Ajo Sacha will wake us up and then again do a mapacho cleanse, do a mapacho cleanse for the drink because it will strain it and put it in a glass and then do a prayer. And then I would set my intention again, connect with the medicine and then drink it. And then after that, take a bath with ajosacha. So what that means is they take a bucket, they grab the leaves and the flowers of the ajosacha, they um, break them apart and um, they say chapiar. That basically what it means is you take the leaves and you kind of like rip them and you make them like smaller and then you let that soak in in the water and then the water gets the scent of the ajosacha. So after I drank it, I bathe with ajosacha and you can dry. When you bathe with flowers or plants in the Shapivo culture, you can dry. You need to air dry. And the reason why that is, is so your pores can absorb the water that is on your body that came from that bath that they prepare. And then also through the pores, the energy, the benefits of the plant goes in. As you know, our skin is one of the biggest organs, organs of our body and our body, our skin is constantly absorbing things. So you can dry, you need to air dry. And then after that, you can put your clothes on. And then we went back to bed. So I did that three times in every Aya ceremony. And then the nights that I wasn't drinking Aya, uh, I will sl sleep with uh, the root that I scraped myself and I put it under the bed. And throughout that whole retreat that I was, you know, doing Aya and also working with Ahosacha, I had wonderful dreams. Um, I had dreams of some of meeting some individuals. Um, I was shown visions and um, I would share information that I keep very private. 
And it was a very opening experience for me. It was the first time that I encountered working with a master plan, with a plant. And it was very gentle. It was very inviting, friendly, welcoming, at least for my experience. So now, with all that being said, that that was my process. And I just want to make sure that both that all of you understand that that process was taught to me and um, shared with me by one of my teachers. And it is possible that when you work with other centers in Iquitos with other Shapivos, they have their own way of doing things. If there's anything that I have learned through the time of me doing this work is that Shapivos and tribes, they learn from their ancestors and every single one of them sometimes have their own way of doing things, which is traditional to them. It doesn't mean that it's not traditional at all. It's traditional to them. However, it's always important to ask questions, go deeper and understand where the medicine comes from. So with that being said, what does ajo sacha is good for? Right? Like why would we work with this plan? Why will will consume its medicine? What are the things that can bring benefit or value to us? And I'm going to start with the physical aspects, the medicinal aspect that is used. Remember, the jungle is the pharmacy of the world. Plain simple. When you go to the Amazon and you walk that land with someone that knows the land, someone that knows the plants, you can pretty much heal a lot of things with plants from the jungle. The challenge is that that information has not been shared with us because why would it be? Why would it be shared with us if we have like pills and antibiotics, right? So it's something that it's, it's taken me a long time to learn and I'm learning it. And it always amazed me the things that the jungle can heal and support. So, ajo sacha helps with inflammation, arthritis, rheumatism. It cleanses the stomach and the body from par- parasites and candida. It also cleanses the blood. Okay. It removes any fungal issues that we have and it cures epilepsy. Just imagine if people had access to these things to work with this medicine, the things that it can possibly help cure. It's incredible. And then you have the spiritual aspect of it where it cleans negative energies, um, it strengthens the body, um, it's also believed that it drives evil away and is also known to be a token of good luck. So, you know, as I was studying Ahosacha and I was working with Ahosacha, when you go to Shaman Flora, the first thing that you do when you arrive after we go over the rules and the seven tips of enlightenment and we go over all of the things is we tell you that when you get to your room where your shower is, there is going to be a bucket. And this bucket is going to contain ajo sacha. And we ask you to bathe yourself 
with ajo sacha that night or before you come to dinner. So you'll take a regular shower. And then after you take your regular shower, then you will close your shower with the ajo sacha. And the reason why we do this is exactly for the things that this plant does. One, it removes negative energies. So when you baste with it, basically what it does, it like falls into your body from your head to your toes. You also need to wash your head. And basically it cleanses you energetically, physically, uh, and mentally. It grounds you. So it removes any energy that you have that is just like not good for that moment. And one of the things that just came to mind is in one of the retreats that we had, I was shared that we had a client that he had a panic attack in the sense that this client got so scared of being in the jungle and this client didn't think that it was going to react this way to being in the jungle. I mean, honestly, I have a lot of clients that they say they're completely fine coming to the jungle and then they find themselves in the jungle completely alone in the darkness, in the room, and they're just like, and he hits them. And there's like, holy cow, I'm like in the jungle by myself. And, you know, for some of us like me that we are city people, it's a very, you know, con like <laughs> the contrast is huge. And, and this person got this, they got like a, you know, they couldn't move, they couldn't do anything. And that's another reason why we ask our clients to bathe with Ahosacha, because it helps also remove that anxiety, that fear, that insecurity, that uncertainty of being in a place like the jungle that is so exposed. It also protects you, right? Remember what I said at the beginning? Ahosacha is a very, very strong protecting plant. I don't know what is it about compared to other plants, but Ahosacha is the plant for protection in the jungle shamans, people that know this, they bathe in Ahosacha where they are going through a lot of fear, things like that. And he helps kind of like remove that fear and give you that protection. So we give it so he protects you against the energies of the jungle because the jungle has everything. <laughs> you got, you got all the things, all the things in the jungle, all of them. So it helps with that. And he blesses you. It blesses you in the sense that now you have that connection with the jungle. So then after they bathe, again, they can dry. They need to like air dry. And then after that, they can put their clothes on. Sometimes you have like some leaves in your body. And for some people, the aroma of Ahosach is very appealing. For other people, it's not that appealing. But at the end of the day, it just, it feels, I mean, most of my clients, if not all of them, they really enjoy that process. So that's one. The second one, and something that I also been learning and I've been noticing is we also do ajo sacha baths before an ayahuasca ceremony. Not always. However, I did notice when we do intention setting with the shaman and the shaman is there and he witnessed the intention setting and he feels the people and realize how people are, you know, preparing themselves for ceremony. I noticed that when there is people that have a lot of fear to sit with the medicine or they're very insecure, the shaman calls for us to do an ahosacha bath before ceremony. 
um, because what it does, again, it will it protects us for ceremony. So if there is any, you know, kind of heavy energy that will come into the space because of people's fear or uncertainty of sitting with the medicine, it kind of helps tip the scale. And also it protects the facilitator, it protects the shaman, it protects the clients, it grounds them. So that's also very common and I've been noticing that because of the benefits of Ajo Sacha. So that is the nature of this medicine. If you ever have the opportunity to work with it, to learn more about it, if you have heard of it, I would love to hear what has been your experience. If you have dieted, um, not in Shaman Flora, but in other places, I would love to hear your experience and what this medicine has gifted you um, and taught you. Because, you know, I'm also here to learn. And with all that being said, I really hope that you enjoy this little insight into this beautiful plant is the flowers are purple. They're gorgeous. So give yourself the opportunity to Google it and learn a little bit more about it. It's a really, really beautiful plant. It's very um, loving, like most of the plants that I work with. And like I said, it has a ton, a ton of benefits. So with all that being said, my friends, I want to let you know that this is going to be the last episode of the year. We are going into a holiday break. I'm going to be taking some time off to myself to take care of myself. It's been a pretty amazing year and I think that it's important that we all take the time for the holidays to go inward and revisit what happened and what got accomplished and what didn't get accomplished and what are things that need to change for the next year and prepare. I also want to create amazing content for all of you during the season and take time to dive deeper and just continue giving you information that educates you and teaches you more about plants and uh, plant medicine and this work and this market that is you know, growing every single day. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Our next episode will be launched on January 2nd. So it will be the first episode of the year and I'm preparing something really interesting uh, to share with all of you. So just be on the lookout for that. Again, I'm so grateful for every single one of you that listens to the podcast, to listen to what I'm sharing. I'm really doing it out of my heart and I just want to share with all of you the education and the information. I'm learning more and more every single day and I'm realizing that there is so much more misinformation out there and I want to make sure that I'm bringing you the information that comes straight from source. I, I say this from the beginning. I continue to say that for me, integrity and tradition around this topic is crucial and is so important because it, it humbles us um, and it teaches us to respect something that is much bigger than us. So I will continue to do the work. You listener continue to do the work, continue learning, continue growing, continue healing. I wish you all a beautiful Merry Christmas and amazing New Year's. Take this time to, you know, plan for next year so then you can 
you know, plant your seed and then create something incredible. 2024 is going to be a huge year for all of us like this was. So just take the time to take care of yourself and just take a breather before we start all over again. Uh, sending you all much love. As always, you can find me in Instagram at shamanflora, or you can always email me at info at Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your year, and I'll see you all next year. Thank you so much. So much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.